Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Wave of Anything, where we talk about literally anything. Yes, you heard that right. Anything. But with a focus on true crime, conspiracies, the supernatural, unsolved heists, and as well as other life advice I see adequate to for you. Um, I'm your host, Daniel Jimenez, and today's episode is definitely well more well-known. It was new to me, and I had been listening to true crime for over three years. A case today with a ton of unknowns and even more speculation. So definitely a lot of uh, conspiracies behind it and a lot of rabbit holes that I definitely found myself wandering down. But before we get into anything today, I do want to say thank you to a couple people who helped inspire this show. And number one being Going West True Crime Podcast. Sure, you guys have heard of them if you listen to true crime. Uh, Time Suck and as well as Crime Junkie and Disappearances, all good um, true crime podcasts, or as well as uh, Time Suck being more or less, you know, a couple other things that um, dives a lot deeper into information. Uh, So before we get started, though, I do have to have a word from our sponsors. I know I do apologize. It does suck. But Apple, I'm just kidding. They did not sponsor me. So Mom and Dad, if you are listening, please send me $10 immediately. Uh, But without further ado, let's get into it. I will try and make light of the situations to uh, try and lighten the mood, but in no means is this a joke or uh, something that should be taken lightly. Um, It is very unfortunate for the people that did lose their lives. Spoiler alert, but they did lose their lives. Uh, True crime is always meant to bring, um, you know, more light on the situation, maybe find new information and as well as remember the, the people that did live. Um, so without further ado, uh, we are going to be uh, discussing the Jameson family deaths that occurred on October 8th, 2009 in Red Oak, Oklahoma. So with a little background, we have the father, Bobby, who was born on August 4th, 1965 and died at the age of 44. We have the mother, Sherilyn, who was born November 5th, 1968 and died at the age of 40. And the daughter, Madison, who was born August 1st, 2003, and died at the age of six. Uh, condolences to the friends and family. Very sad. Uh, so they were living in Eufaula, Oklahoma, with a population of around 3,000 at the time. The couple married in 2004, just a year after Madison was born. And the family was said to have been, you know, well off. They had a nice home. And they were also extremely religious, which you will kind of hear more of later on and how that possibly could have led to their deaths. Uh, Sherilyn was said to have had a bipolar disorder. It was thought worth mentioning just given some circumstances behind um, some conspiracies. And as well as the family did seem like they were very confrontational people. I say this because I was uh, able to find in some uh, uh, articles that they did have lawsuits with the school districts and they also had problems with Bobby's father leading to some lawsuits That was also a speculation of possible death that his father did it, but I chose to leave that conspiracy out because it just didn't seem to have enough weight to be told. But the disappearance occurred on or around October 8, 2009. The family was looking for a fresh start to live live on land in Red Oak, Oklahoma, out of a storage container. Yes, you heard that right, a storage container. Not saying I would give up my bed for a storage container, but I've also never lived in a storage container, so I, personally, could be very well missing out. We might all have to try it. Let's get on that immediately. But the Jameson's truck was found on October 16th, eight days after they were last seen. 
they left behind over $32,000 in cash. You know how many Lego sets I could buy with that? Are you kidding me? It's a lot. It's a ton. Damn. But the search began with dogs, helicopters, volunteers to no avail. Could not find them. Uh, a witness said he saw them drive up and never come back down. He was questioned, but later ruled out as a person of interest. Case goes cold. Nothing. Nada. It wouldn't be until November 6, 2013, that the hunters stumble upon the remains of the Jameson family. Nearly four years later, the cause of death could not be determined. And this was also determined due to just decomposition of the bodies. They were obviously not in great shape after four years. Uh, but the bodies were found 2.7 miles away from the truck. And I will also kind of add in on that, how they were found 2.7 miles away from the truck. Kind of adds into my own conspiracy. Uh, but there is a lot of conspiracies behind this case. And we will kind of jump into those right now. So one that I found that seemed like authorities kind of went on to, I think, kind of put some ease to the case. And as well as kind of like just try and take off some of the edge of uh the conspiracies behind it so they said that they died due to weather which i just found that very hard to believe it was said around this time that the weather was about 40 degrees and obviously you know that is cold that is chilly and it is very well that uh, hypothermia could have been in play but i just really don't think that this was likely um given the circumstances um i could very well be wrong it just seems like it doesn't seem like two grown adults would be have that much trouble finding their way back to their car if need be or trying to figure out another way to get help. And as well as I feel like they would have found their bodies sooner if this was a result of hypothermia. And there is a picture that I found um, um, before the bodies were found that the dad had taken of the daughter. She was wearing a jacket. And, you know, that just leads to me to believe, you know, at least they were somewhat prepared for, you know, 40 degree weather and you know, had some sort of survival skills if they were planning on living in the woods. And that kind of leads me to the next um, conspiracy that's definitely a big one is uh, the wife killed the husband. Yes, you heard that right. So Sherilyn apparently wrote a hate letter found in the truck that was over 10 pages long. Can you imagine sitting in the truck with your own hate letter and you have no idea? Gosh, we, we love how sincere uh, our women make us feel. Makes us feel great. Makes us feel really good. Um, divorce papers were found at the house. So obviously there was some sort of troubles at home that they were trying to fix or they just hadn't got to it yet. Obviously they were planning on moving forward because they were going to live in a shipping container together. But it was also said that Sherilyn always carried a pistol. So it would be found in the biopsy that Bobby's head had a small hole in the back of his skull, but the results were inconclusive. There were no bullets, no proof of an exit wound, and no other wounds were found on Maddie or wife. It, it seems unlikely that they would have shot and then waited there and, you know, um, had just died of, you know, starvation or anything like that, you know, just, but... That's just pure speculation, but there were no uh, signs of blunt force trauma to any of the bodies. So it just kind of leaves it up for debate here. And another, and so like this last conspiracy that I'm going to kind of hit on 
is honestly my favorite and it brought me down a rabbit hole kind of trying to figure out all these things and piece them kind of together is that they were murdered murdered by a cult so a close friend of Sherilyn's we will call Stacy received a phone call from an unknown number claiming she was in a white supremacist group and found a book with names of people that caused problems and Sherilyn's was in it this is complete speculation, you know, this could be a lie, but I found it worth mentioning just because if they even, guilty by association, if you know what I mean, so even just having your name thrown around there seems odd and, you know, worth kind of um, investigating to see, you know, if they really were involved in these sort of groups that don't take kindly to when people mess up. And so... It was also said that Sherilyn was possibly into witchcraft. Some people disregarded it, but she did have a witchcraft book at home. And Bobby later admitted to uh, reading satanic Bibles to his pasture in the home and then claimed the house was haunted. You don't say. No way. We're, we're doing witchcraft and reading satanic Bibles and the house is haunted. Yeah, um, but yeah, like, come on, what are, what, are, what are we doing here? Yes, of course, it's haunted. Yes, we've all seen Ouija board. And so I also did come across this footage, and a lot of people have described it differently than I would, but there is CCTV footage of the family loading up their car before this trip, and they are said to have been in a trance-like state, like they're just walking past each other, not saying anything, and just going back and forth as if they're um, like mummified, almost like zombies, like just not themselves. And personally, I found it very hard to make out anything in this video that suggested odd behavior. Footage is very grainy, very choppy. And it just didn't seem like anything that out of the ordinary. I mean, you have some people that are loading up luggage in and out of the car, not talking to each other. You know, very well could have just been an argument or you're in a zone you're dialed just trying to get stuff done so I didn't really see any any out of the norms there but um apparently on their actual storage container too they had uh painted on there witches don't like their black cats killed very odd I mean why would you just go off and paint that I mean obviously something happened and as well, that will lead me into more speculation later about this place where they were planning on buying land. It just seems odd, and I'll get into it. So like I said, you'll find yourself down a rabbit hole with this case just because there is so many conspiracies. So I found myself on a Reddit post. Yes, you heard that right. A Reddit post, very valuable and essential use of research here, guaranteed. Uh, but the Reddit post was claiming to be in the woods in the Red Oak Oklahoma in 2001 to 2002. So this is years before Bobby and uh, Sherilyn. But um, I thought it was worth mentioning. So the family gets lost in the woods and they could not find their way out. They were starting to, you know, go in circles and couldn't really figure out where they were. This leads me to the movie. Um, this leads me to the movie. Oh, what's it called? The Blair Witch Project. Yes, if you have never seen that, um, it's basically, you know, a group of friends, they go into these woods and they like, everywhere they go, they just go in circles. 
can't get out can't they all all it does is lead them closer and closer to where uh this energy or you know supernatural force is bringing them closer and closer to it compared to like getting their way out super creepy movie um first time i thought i saw it i thought it was based on a true story turns out it was not so yeah i was up for like 12 hours straight thinking it was real but it was fake so there was signs of small like there was signs of life there was a small storage shed shed in there you know like not much going on but families trying to find their way back and on their way back they finally make it to the edge of the road and they're just walking along the edge of the road to try and make it back to their car and there's a a black cat on fire yeah weird so i thought that was just a weird um you know similarity of what she had painted on her uh storage container years later but when they get back to the car, there's a huge scratch paint in the car. And obviously the family was just like, not doing this. Yeah, we're out of here. And they were said to have an uneasy feeling the whole time, like something was wrong. And they were, he claimed in the Reddit post that they had no idea of the Jameson murders until about three years after. So also, if you guys haven't heard, this whole occurrence just reminds me of the Ritual movie um that's on netflix and that's definitely a good watch to kind of help explain my conspiracy of what may have happened in these woods that day it's just you know when the supernatural kind of just takes over and just out of our control unfortunately all speculation but uh, so these woods were also home to native american land so that could have also been a factor, but there was multiple stories of the Redwoods, Oklahoma, claiming very weird sightings. A lady also claiming she went over to go help some cats, and then when she went over to go help the cats, over 30 people appeared out in the woods. So just stuff like that. Obviously, you know, it could just be one of those big tall tales, like everyone has a story, but after, you know, so many posts like coming across these, it definitely seems like the Redwoods were not the place to be in Oklahoma. So lastly, coming in kind of into my theory is they definitely dived too deep into something I don't think they could have gotten out of. So with that being said, I think there definitely was some sort of cult that they were in, but I'm going to take you way back to how their body was found 2.5 miles away from the truck and there was dogs, helicopters, everyone searching for them, volunteers, and no one could find them. So it would be years later until they were found. So this leads me to believe that they were possibly alive longer than we had thought. So in police reports, they said that they could have possibly been going to meet someone. They got out of the car and went to go meet these people. And I think it possibly... So this is kind of why I thought that they could have possibly uh, been alive longer, just given the fact that they were m possibly meeting someone. I mean, it could have been anyone, and they just, you know, ran into the wrong group because they were you know, practicing these religions or, you know, possible supremacist groups and tried to get in the group and they just were eventually ruled out, unfortunately. Um, I want to say, I can't remember whose mother it was, but I believe I read it that also had said that they believed that they died from a cult. And the mother said that Sherilyn was acting strange before they left as well and just seemed out of it, not themselves so it just kind of leads me to believe that they were in something that probably wasn't healthy for them and led them to, you know, their death, unfortunately. So with that being said, 
I hope you guys enjoyed today's first episode. Kind of short and sweet. Hopefully, I get a little bit better at talking. And I wasn't just words, 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 words. Um, but I was your host today, Daniel Jimenez. Um, I hope you guys kind of tune in and like these. Uh, if you want to follow me on my socials, I will um, leave them in the description. I don't know how podcasts work, but uh, it'll be Jimenez.Daniel for one or Flixby.Daniel. And you'll be able to find this on hopefully Spotify, Apple Music, and as well as YouTube at Wave of Anything. I hope you guys enjoy today's show and as well as condolences as well to the friends and family affected by Jameson family murders slash deaths. And hopefully if you have any information, please report this uh, to uh, Crime Stoppers or as well as Oklahoma um, um, Justice, Crime, anything like that. If you have any sort of information leading to this, but have a great rest of your day, folks. And this was Wave of A.